On this hot sheet, we have existing home sales update just released yesterday. Good news for inflation, as well as a mortgage demand update. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. I'm Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Another hot sheet live here from the remote Dallas studio, downtown Dallas, Texas, fresh off of the Bam Bash last night. If you were in on the Bam Bash last night, thank you for attending. You're probably going to be on the replay, though, not the not the live stream. If you were on the Bam Bash last night or you're already over at the at the summit event, which is getting ready to kick off here shortly, I'll be heading over there myself. So thank you very much. Got more events coming down the pike. I'll be back in Texas uh, for Jeremy Knight's event, Elite Austin, Elite Agents Austin. That's September 8th. There's a link down below. Uh, if you're a BAMX member, all of places, all the events we're going to be at, there's a calendar there. And, of course, we've got BAM Camp September 20th, which is ridiculous. Uh, there's limited tickets left for that, of course. And you can get 25% off if you're a BAMX member. Of course, become a BAMX member by using code HOT to get 10% off of the membership. Best membership. Uh, there is for agents to improve their marketing and their business. All right. We had a, uh, not an improvement, I would say, but we had uh, what it was and what we always see seasonally. So you're going to see that ex existing home sales have dropped for the month of July uh, to a 2.2% to a seasonally adjusted rate of 4.07% or 4.07 million. I'm sorry. Uh, seasonally adjusted. We rarely drop under 4 million homes uh, in a year. Certainly could get there. Um, you know, like I said, like I've been saying, the market has crashed, but it's total transactions. It's not prices. Homeowners are in a very strong position. Uh, they're in a great position. They shouldn't be worried about sales dropping to, you know, on their impact of if they are currently a homeowner. Uh, we just don't have the inventory. We don't have the sellers. And of course, you're going to see transactions drop when people, when less people are selling their homes, just where we're at right now. So 4.07 million seasonally adjusted annual rate, according to NAR on the release yesterday, that's 2.2% month over month decline. That's a year over year decline of 16.6% inventory ticked up. This is actually, I'm calling this good. This is good news. 3.3 months of inventory uh, comparison to 3.2 months last year. And then we had a median sales price come in up 1.9% at 406,700. But the more that the inventory can start to creep up a little bit, the more that we can contain price and we need affordability, right? We're not going to get that without supply. So if supply can go up, remember, we're still well off of what a normal market is, which is six months of supply. And so every time this goes up and gets closer to six, we can come off of this really odd market that has alienated some and it's been difficult uh, for many and we can get to a more even keel level. So I like the inventory going up. Uh, obviously the sales are what they are. It's not that there are no homes selling, of course. And Steve Harney, who's going to be speaking here today on stage, I think at like 4 p.m. Uh, I think they're, they're finishing off with him today. He's, I can't wait to see the Oracle up on stage. He broke it all down for us in a nice tweet. To put this into perspective, 
the the NAR existing home sales report is out, and so are all the doom and gloomers. So Steve's going to uh, put some water on the doom and gloomers fire here. There are a lot of reasons sales are down, but the biggest reason is a lack of inventory. Okay, and this is this is absolutely true, right? However, it doesn't mean that nothing is selling. So Steve did the math for us. 11,150 homes sell a day. Okay, so that's 4.07 million. That's the seasonally adjusted rate divided by 365 days, which means 465 sell an hour, which means over 7.7 homes sell a minute. Almost eight homes are selling a minute right now. So the next time someone says the market is frozen or at a standstill, just realize that 77 houses, if they spent 10 minutes telling you that, sold while they were talking to you, just saying. That is his, uh, what is this coined phrase there? He should trademark that, just just saying. All right, so uh, there you go. Yeah, a lot of homes are still selling. There's still a lot of opportunity. In fact, if you were at, if you were at the summit yesterday um, here in Dallas, for those of you that were, Tom, and, and I think actually Housing Wire, maybe they, they, they did a piece, like a preliminary piece. I don't know if they quoted this part, but Tom, uh, TF is Tom Ferry is talking about the industry needing a lot less agents. So I think his number was 158,000, in fact, down from 1.7 uh, million. So, you know, with with these numbers here, people would be selling an incredible amount of homes um, if, if we had less agents. In the, I mean, I know 50% of them don't sell anything, but uh, you get the point there. So a lot of homes are still selling. And um, it, it is just a lot less from what it was. I mean, so let's, there's always, there's always a couple ways to look at this and the numbers are down significantly. That is the only thing that has, in my opinion, crashed in the housing market is the total transactions. But Steve did a great job of saying, hey, even with a crash here, I mean, he, he didn't use those words, but that is what happened with total sales. Even with a crash in sales and transactions going down, look at all the opportunity. Uh, there is still plenty of it. Some more out of the NAR update. Uh, when agents were uh, asked, they said that um, that say, uh, days on market went up from 18 to 20. So another good indication that we're, we could start to see with these in, you know, interest rate increases, some more inventory, which will help affordability. We need supply. We need sellers to solve the problems that we have. First-time homebuyers were responsible for 30% of sales in July, which is up from 28% in June and 29% in July 2022. Um, and so there you go. Just a couple of insights from NAR's release yesterday, all as expected. And we could certainly get into a later point of the year where you see like a high 395 number, which would – be rare. Remember, Zillow had that report that if we hit eight percent on an interest rate, they think we would drop like into the three point three million range on seasonally adjusted sales home. That, that's how much of a constraint Zillow believes eight uh, percent mortgage rates. Because remember, Zillow's got us going up six percent on prices. So Zillow's got homeowners like, wow, you, you guys, you're just going to keep, you know, adding some equity here. Prices are going to keep going up. Um, but with that, obviously you get kind of out of imbalance with affordability and, and it would drop to about 3.3 million on their last projection on seasonally adjusted. So, uh, we'll wait another month, see where that ends up, but it's the season too. So it, 
always sales always decline as we start to get out of the summer and into the second half of the year. This isn't abnormal. If this was March, then that would be like, hmm, you know, April. Well, well, that's that's uh, odd. It's usually when most of the people buy their homes. What is dropping consistently and is great news for everybody because this is going to be hopefully a nice little feather in Jerome Cowell's cap when he gets up there in September for the next OFMC meeting. Uh, rents have dropped for three straight months as rental supply increases. We want to hear rents coming down, rental supply increasing. For those who are maybe priced out of the particular area they want to buy a home to be able to get into a rent that saves them money, that's a reduction and save more money towards their journey of buying a home and becoming a homeowner. Maybe they're just going to push it out six months or 12 months and they're going to save money in the meantime. This is a good sign. It's also a great sign for inflation. We know that inflation over a third of the CPI data is made up through shelter. We're using this antiquated survey. You've, you've heard me go on and on about that. If you're following the hot sheet, the, the Fed is using uh, CPI data is made up of this antiquated survey where if we did it, if we measured it like they do in Europe, our inflation would actually be much closer to our 2% target because so much of it is made up uh, in this rental data that is is lagging significantly. Uh, so anyways, this new report from Realtor.com, you can find this on NowBam.com, shows rent prices dropping for the third consecutive month as rental supply increases. July marks the first month of year-over-year -year rent price declines for studio units while it continues annual rent drops for two-bedroom units started in May and one-bedroom units started in June. OKC, shout out to Oklahoma City. I don't know if Jody's in the chat. Is the most affordable of the 50 major metros analyzed based on the share of median household income required to cover the median asking rent. Miami, Florida is the least affordable okay so uh let's take a look here i've got uh these are available in the bamx daily download for bamx members uh here you go i mean look at this median rent year over year this is what sternlet from starwood predicted like months ago back in march or april he said this is not only happening now but this is going to significantly happen throughout the year he was making the point back then that the Fed should stop cutting rate because when this data gets pulled out, uh, you're going to see inflation drop and drop hard. So uh, median rent is decelerating down, and it's great news for the fight against inflation. Okay, so uh, third straight year, third straight month. Now, this may not be you know the case in your particular market. Every market's going to be different. There's no question about it. Uh, but across the board, across the country, you do see that whether it's a studio, one bedroom or two bedroom, the signals are the same. These rents are dropping. OK, uh, national rents by size. We want to take a look at that. Uh, overall, uh, the median rent is seventeen fifty nine. So, you know, one thousand seven hundred fifty nine dollars there down one percent. OK, uh, this is year over year studio is just under $1,500, it's down 0.4%. One bedroom is uh, $1,642, that's down 0.6%. A two bedroom is now under $2,000, uh, 1948, down 1.1%. Of course, the last four years, these rents have gone up you know, 20% or more on basically all categories, about 25% overall when you look at 
uh, you know, the last four years. And that's to be expected. I mean, you can go back a hundred years and rent prices go up. It's why it's a great asset class for people to get in, to invest, you know, to, to build wealth and invest into their retirement, whatever the case may be. Rental properties are a great option for that. Uh, right now, we just want to see them kind of cool off a bit. We're going to have another 100-year run, okay, for all the investors. It's like, hey, hey, what, what's this guy talking about? Oh, rents to go down. You're going to have another 100-year run. You're going to be fine. Rents go up forever. Right now, let's just get inflation at 2%, so Jerome Powell will leave us all alone. All right. Uh, eight markets with the highest shares of income going to rent. Miami, San Diego, LA, New York, Boston, Riverside, Tampa, and Orlando. Makes sense there. Those are hotbeds. Uh, a lot of inbound migration, people wanting to get there. The 10 most affordable markets based on income share required for the typical rent would be OKC, Columbus, Minneapolis, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Louisville, St. Louis, Raleigh. Met an agent in, uh, from Raleigh last night uh, over at the Omni. And uh, that's a booming town, booming area. She was telling me Apple's coming in, some a uh, lot of positivity going there. And so look at this, an affordable market with a lot of commerce going in. Raleigh could be a boom market over the next uh, few years. Virginia Beach on the list and Indianapolis rounding out the top 10. All right. Uh, now, something else that happens seasonally. Okay. So these numbers are down once again, but this is another seasonal indication. This is typically what happens. Okay. So mortgage applications did decrease 4.2% from one week earlier. According to Mortgage Banker Association, um, this is 30% lower than the same week a year ago. All right. Treasury yields continued to spike last week as markets grappled with illiquidity and concerns that the resilient economy will keep inflation stubbornly high. This spike pushed mortgage rates higher last week. We saw how high they went. Yesterday, they hit 7.49. Um, this is according to Joel, Joel Kahn. MBA Vice President, Deep, uh, Deputy Chief Economist, applications for home purchase mortgages dropped to their lowest level since April 2000, uh, 2000, April 1995. So 28-year low on mortgage application demand. So it is seasonal. We expect it to drop this time of year. And uh, it is at the lowest point in 28 years. These are the facts. Now, it's just obvious, right? Less people can afford homes right now. So if I'm talking to a buyer and it's like, well, let me wait. Okay, well, let me ask you, when rates come down, do you want to wait for when everybody comes back off the sidelines so that now you're back in those competitive environments? Right now, when we just looked at that inventory, inventory data is ticking up. Less buyers are getting out. Buyers that can still afford the payment that are in the game, are they going to have it easier today or harder tomorrow in a competitive environment to buy a home. It'll actually be easier today. Okay, they're gonna pay a premium in comparison to tomorrow if rates were to come down. Okay, so if rates come down to six, okay, right? We talked about yesterday that Mortgage Banker Association believes that rates are coming down to, you know, six percent basically by the end of the year, which would be great. Okay, but it also means there's gonna be a lot more buyers coming in and competing to the next spring market. So could you pay a premium now if you can afford it to have more inventory, inventory starting to tick up a little bit and less competition? Would you maybe 
have a better chance of ending up with the home that you and your family want that dream home. That could be very lucrative to, to especially to buyers who've been looking last year, like, huh? So maybe not 10 offers in compete and, you know, co competing with me. Maybe you're the one offer. Maybe you're able to even negotiate a little bit. These are the opportunities that might be ahead of us over the next three, four, five months. And it, to me, that, that should be an exciting moment to share with potential buyers. Uh, also, an exciting moment to share with you know, your Uncle Bud, who thinks that uh, home prices are just going to plummet off of the face of the earth because uh, he remembers 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, like the rest of us do. Uh, you can remind him that that's just not happening. The, the strength of the homeowner is very strong. Share of mortgage loans and forbearance decreases yet again, 0.39% in July. Um, the loan monitoring survey revealed the total number of loans now and for forbearance decreased by five basis points from 0.44% the month prior. Uh, according to MBA's estimate, 195,000 homeowners earn forbearance plans. Mortgage servicers have provided forbearance to approximately 7.9 million since March 2020. We're down to 195 thousand okay we're you know we're not uh look at this look at this chart here okay percent of servicing portfolio and forbearance forbearance is over folks it's over well what about those loans and forbearance yeah they don't exist anymore it's over see you later good night irene no more forbearance loans we i think it was a couple streams ago we went into i'll tell you which day it was uh ba -ba. I think it was on a last week's show. We, uh, da, 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 yeah, last one of last week's show. We showed the um, foreclosure rates being really, really low. Okay, so you've got foreclosures being basically near all-time lows, and certainly the second lowest point in the last twenty-three years. And now you got forbearances that don't exist. The, the strength of the homeowner is apparent. Um, again, yesterday's chart in the daily download shows that 91% of mortgage holders have a rate under 5%. Prices are not going anywhere. Okay. That the homeowner is in a great position. What well, seems to be going somewhere every single day would be the 30 year fix. It seems to keep going up, ticked up again yesterday, 7.49. Uh, if we're looking at the 10 year, I think we, we got a little a little bit of reprieve here, okay? 4.24. I know that sounds crazy to say, hey, looking looking up, kids, but looking up a little bit on the 10-year. Maybe we'll get – maybe we won't hit 7.5. We'll just kind of drop off a little bit, carve something off of the 30-year fix. Okay, that's your update for the hot sheet today live from Dallas. If you're out here, definitely uh, let's connect, say hello. We'll have one more hot sheet from here tomorrow. Yeah, one more hot sheet from Dallas tomorrow. If you are not in BMX yet, met so many of you guys that are, uh, get in there. We've got a code 10% off using HOT as your code to get that 10% off. And uh, that'll also get you 25% off of your BAM Camp ticket September 20th. It's a Murderer's Row lineup. I don't know if I can say that on YouTube. Can I say Murderer's Row? All right. I mean, uh, I think that should be okay. All right. Appreciate you guys. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Toodaloo.